Welcome to the Theory to Action podcast, where we examine the timeless treasures of wisdom from the great books in less time to help you take action immediately and ultimately to create and lead a flourishing life. Now, here's your host, David Kaiser. Hello, I am David, and welcome back to another Mojo Minute. Way back in Mojo Minute 117, we talked about the importance of mindset, and we covered a wonderful book by the same title, and the author of that book is Carl Carroll Dweck, so be sure to check out Mojo Minute 117 for some backstory and foundational context to today's Mojo Minute. But a quick summary of Carroll's book, Mindset, is that there's a simple belief about yourself guides a large, a very large part of our lives. She dives into the details all around this notion of a fixed mindset and a growth mindset. Again, it's a wonderful book and it's such a wonderful book that we featured it and covered it in depth in the Academy audio membership, our membership platform, which is a good time to remind you. Be sure to check out our very, very affordable Academy Review Audio Membership Program. You're going to get two books each month reviewed for you in 25 to 45 minutes in audio format. And I think the Mindset Review was something like 38 minutes long. So you can listen to these reviews while you're working out, traveling in the car or on the plane. And what do you actually get in the Academy Reviews? Well... You get the top ideas, get the top ideas from the top books. Like we we're talking about now, this notion of a fixed mindset versus a growth mindset. We dive into the deep end on the key points in each of the books in the audio membership because we can, it's a much longer format platform and we just have the runway to be able to do that. But you're also going to get quick, practical steps so you can put these key points, these theories into action. Those are the top ideas and top solutions that these great books offer us. So it's hard to imagine, and I say this each time we read this, but it's hard to imagine that most of us barely read four books a year. So just in a matter of several months, After listening to the reviews, you will have exceeded what the average person reads in books. And you actually have an audio summary that you can come back to over and over again. So come join us today now at TeamMojoAcademy.com. Click on the member section in the top right and you can subscribe there. You're going to get all 13 books that are loaded up right now. And you can listen to all of them in one sitting if you want. So join us today. Now, getting back to this notion of the fixed mindset versus the growth mindset, which is a big deal. It's one of the great key ideas from the book Mindset. But Carol is going to share with us today. She's going to ask us a question. She's going to ask us, do we have CEO disease? Let's go to the book. Quote, after his initial success as head of Chrysler Motors, Iacocca, that would be Lee Iacocca, look remarkably like our four-year-olds with the fixed mindset. He kept bringing out the same car models over and over with only superficial changes. 
Unfortunately, there were models. They were models no one wanted anymore. Meanwhile, Japanese companies were completely rethinking what cars should look like and how they should run. We know how this turned out. Japanese cars rapidly swept the market. CEOs face this choice all the time. Should they confront their shortcomings or should they create a world where they have none? Lee Iacocca chose the latter. He surrounded himself with worshipers, exiled the critics, and quickly lost touch with where his field was going. Lee Iacocca had become a non-learner. End of quote. Iacocca had become a non-learner. In other, wo- in other words, no one could give Iacocca advice. No one could offer a different path forward or a different opinion. No one could criticize his direction or his decisions. He was the boss. He was the CEO. He was the God at Chrysler. To me, this just reeks of arrogance and a complete lack of humility. And the author of Extreme Ownership, Jocko Willink, says in another book, The Dichotomy of Leadership, that we will certainly cover in the Audio Academy. He tells us this quote, First, the foremost requirement for potent leadership is humility, so that leaders can fully understand and appreciate their own shortfalls. What wisdom there is there. This intersection of humility and leadership is vital because it causes so many leaders to lose their way and crash their businesses. Now, interestingly enough, Dweck offers Jack Welsh at at General Electric as the complete opposite of Iacocca's mindset. From 1986, with the acquisition of Kidder and Peabody, the insider trading scandal, and then a few years later, the Joseph Jett trader scandal, fictitious trades, embarrassment. In both instances, quote, Welsh phoned 14 of his top GE colleagues to tell them the bad news in person and also to apologize personally. Quote, I blamed myself for the disaster, Welsh later said. End of quote. Does that remind you of another core leadership trait? Extreme ownership, take ownership of everything. Now, some quick facts about Welsh. He took over GE in 1980, and they were valued at $14 billion. When he left in the year 2000, Wall Street valued GE at $490 billion. Not a bad increase in value or in earnings, eh? So let's ask the question, did Welsh like to learn from people? In the New York Times, a, an article written by Steve Bennett, the CEO of Intuit, writes, quote, I learned about nurturing employees from my time at General Electric, General Electric from Jack Welsh. He'd go directly to the frontline employee to figure out what was going on. Sometime in the early 1990s, I saw him in a factory where they made refrigerators in Louisville. He went right to the workers in the assembly line to hear what they had to say. I do frequent CEO chats with frontline employees. I learned that from Jack. End quote. Jack Welsh had the humility to listen to others and their stories. And finally, Carol Dweck, in our book, Mindset, gives us an example of one of the greatest political leaders in the 20th century, Winston Churchill. 
Actually, she quotes Jim Collins from his excellent book, Good to Great, which I forgot about this little leadership nugget. So this is pretty cool. Thank you, Mrs. Dweck, for reminding me of this great advice. But during World War II, Churchill, then Prime Minister of Great Britain early in the war, created an entirely separate department outside the normal chain of command. This is where Collins picks up this story. Quote, he created what Churchill created an entirely separate department outside the normal chain of command called the statistical office with the principal function of feeding him continuously updated and completely unfiltered the most brutal facts of reality. He relied heavily on this special unit throughout the war, repeatedly asking for facts, just the facts. As the Nazi panzer swept across Europe, Churchill went to bed and slept soundly. His quote was, I had no need for cheering dreams. He wrote later in his biography, facts are better than dreams. <laughs> Brilliant. Brilliant leadership from Mr. Churchill. Churchill covered his own blind spot by getting the facts, no matter how bad the news got. He wanted the unfiltered facts and presented, he wanted them presented to him. He was going to get the good news and the unvarnished bad news. And folks, that's brilliant leadership. So back to our question of the day, do you have CEO disease? Now, if you're leading a team or if you're leading a department or if you're leading a company, or most importantly, if you are just leading yourself and your family, you are the CEO. So let's all be mindful not to get the CEO disease. The CEO disease that Lee Iacocca got at Chrysler, that's the disease we want to avoid. Instead, let us follow the Jack Welsh model, a general, a general electric. So in today's Mojo Minute, let us observe the greatness of good CEOs first to acquire the virtue of humility and keep it close by that virtue will always do well for you. Second, if you are the CEO of a company, ask questions of your frontline employees, not in a judgmental way, but in a way that you want to learn how they view your company, what's going on in their life. How's their family? How can you as the CEO make your job and their job working for the company better? And more importantly, how can you make it more effective? And lastly, if you're in a knockdown drag out war like Winston Churchill in World War II, then follow his extreme motivation to get the unvarnished truth and find a way to set up your own department to surround yourself with people who will tell you the truth and give you the facts no matter how bad those facts are. Because for the last 50 years, we have all been surrounded by people in our American culture who want to tell us how great everything is. And these are always the same people telling us it isn't raining while they're peeing down our legs. Let's get the facts. Sorry, folks, but it's true. That was the only analogy that I could think that would validate what we've all gone through for the last 50 years. We certainly don't need more yes people in the world. 
people that just nod their heads at everything we say. We need friends and family and people around us who are not just yes people. We need folks with integrity who will tell us the facts and the truth on matters great and small so that we will avoid getting that dreadful CEO disease. Thank you for joining us. We hope you enjoyed this Theory to Action podcast. Be sure to check out our show page at teammojoacademy.com where we have everything we discussed in this podcast as well as other great resources. Until next time, keep getting your mojo on. Are you a voracious reader who yearns for a deeper understanding of your favorite books? Or perhaps you're a busy professional seeking to enrich your knowledge, but short on time. The Mojo Academy 2.0 is your perfect solution. Our revamped service now includes beautifully designed monthly written reviews and PDF format to accompany our popular audio reviews. These aren't just summaries. These are comprehensive and insightful explorations of each book packed with the actual quotes from the book to enhance your understanding. With usually 69 pages per review, they are perfect reference tools to take your learning to the next level. Get your free Mojo Academy review in written format at teammojoacademy.com or click on today's show notes for that free link. Again, teammojoacademy.com or click on today's show notes and you will see the link for the free written review. Get yours today.